0: Podcast where we bring together coaches, athletes, former athletes, leaders, and influencers. Everyone has a story, and my hope is that when you listen to their stories, you will be inspired and live your life to tell your story one day. Today's guest is Andrew Golfsky. Coach Golfsky is an assistant coach at Virginia Military Institute, We talked to him today about seeing things from a different lens, learning the business of basketball, and if you stop learning, you should stop working. And we all need help. I hope you enjoy this podcast and you look to get better every day. Welcome to the podcast, Coach.
1: Excited to be here.
0: Coach Golfsky, I, I really appreciate your time, you being there at Virginia Military Institute. I know you guys are always busy uh, from sun up to sundown and, uh, you know, kind of preparing and getting ready for everything that's to come with this upcoming season. Uh, it just means a lot to me for, for you guys, for you yourself, to spend some time and make the time to be on. So, you know, to just kind of kick it off, Coach, uh, how were you introduced to the game?
1: Well, first off, I just want to say thanks, you know, for the opportunity to be on this podcast i really appreciate you've done an unbelievable job just reaching you know coaches from all different levels so you know thank Thank you for that and you know, learning a lot from all these other interviews um you know i was first introduced to the game you know growing up probably from my dad at a young age just kind of put a basketball in my hand and you know being from memphis tennessee basketball is huge there um everybody plays from the moment you're born you feel like you got a basketball right there in your hand and so My dad probably put it in there, and then my mom kept it there. Um, Just growing up in Memphis and just, you know, always seeing people play and everybody in the city talking about, you know, the Memphis Tigers and basketball. It was just something that kind of I was born into um, and never looked back.
0: So when you said something really key there, and I can kind of relate, like you said, your dad introduced you, but your mom kept it there. How so?
1: Yeah, so my uh, my dad, you know, first put the ball in my hand and he did an unbelievable job teaching me the game and things like that. But, you know, my mom took me to every single game all over the place, you know, from Memphis to Las Vegas to everywhere, you know, in the U.S. with AAU and high school and things like that. So, you know, she just was willing to do anything for me and help me get to, you know, the level that I wanted to get to, which was college and you know, that was something that I'll, I'll always be thankful for. And, you know, I know I would to be, you know, a coach right now if it wasn't for what both my, you know, dad and mom did.
0: That's fantastic, Coach. Uh, got to give, uh, you know, we don't hear a lot about how the influence of mothers on, on the show too much, but I can also speak to that. Uh, you know, my mom was the basketball player in the family. She's the one that got a scholarship coming out of high school to play. Okay. She's the one that used to scratch me while we were playing one-on-one in the courts. Uh, she was a hairstylist, so she always, you know, always had nails, and she she was rough and she was tough on me, which I loved. And so, yeah, I I, I love to give uh, credit to the moms as well, because you know, you know, oh, yeah, alongside sure, so every, many. yeah, alongside every great man is a woman standing right there, uh, guiding him <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and keeping track of him, and and ultimately just loving him and supporting him. So, yeah, no good stuff, coach. So. What was your experience as a player?
1: Yeah, so, you know, I had a great experience as a player, you know, started really young. Uh, I, You know, I feel like as soon as I was born, you know, there was a pass on my hand. And as I got better, you know, continued to play from AAU to high school and then into college. Um, You know, I was a pretty good player in high school. Ended up being like all state and able to go play at uh, Birmingham Southern in Alabama. Um, In college, I was more of a role player. Uh, just kind of did the little things, almost like a coach on the court. You know, my job was, you know, starting early, didn't play that much as a freshman, but, you know, continue to get better and became a starter as I got older in college. But the main job was just do every small thing, all the details, take charges, be the best defender, um, you know, score when I'm open. But the biggest thing was I would usually guard the best player on the other team and just try to get after it. Uh, you know, very energetic, very... You know, just diving for loose balls, just kind of doing all the little things. And kind of, you know, as a coach, I would compare myself to that guy, you know, when you're doing a scout now that you're like, is this guy still on the team um, for that yeah. opposing team? Like the guy that just kind of annoys you. Yeah. You're not really sure yeah. what all he's doing, but he's there every <laughs> year. And yeah. That was kind of what I was.
0: That's awesome, coach. So what, you know, for kids coming in and maybe even, even young men that you have come into your program uh what kind of advice would you give that player that comes in and thinks like okay I was all state I was all world coming out of high school and now I got to learn to play a role I can't start there's already an all-conference guy at the, my position you know twice over uh you know so what what kind of what kind of advice would you give a player coming into that kind of situation?
1: Yeah for sure that's something I can relate to I mean when I you know like most people when we get to college, they had all the accolades in high school and you know, were the big fish. And then you get to college and you you, you realize right away that every single player is good. Yeah. You know, every player was the best player on their high school team or the best player on the AU team. Yeah. So you learn quickly. Um, you know, the biggest thing that I can that I tell our guys now is that, you know, nothing happens overnight. Yeah. You know, you, even though you were unbelievable in high school, you still you know, you can't come into college expecting that everything's gonna be given to you, nor should you want to. Yeah, you know the guys that I want to recruit are guys that believe in themselves and are confident enough that they feel like they should play from day one. But they understand that, you know, they're not going to be given a starting spot from the moment they walk on the campus that they've got to earn it. That all those players that are there before them and the players that are coming in with them, you know, they're all fighting for the same thing. And you know, it's not it's it's not something that that happens overnight. You know, it's like I compare you know college as a basketball player to like a crock pot. Like you putting you put some food in and it's not right. ready right away. Yeah, you know, you got you got to let it let it get right, and then you know, as soon as it's ready, it's going to taste real good. But a lot of times, it doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. Um, so you going to just continue to work on your game, and you know, don't don't get upset. You know, don't try to leave right away and things like that. But just continue to work. You know, talk to both the coaches and the players and try to learn because you know it's not going to be easy. It's a transition for everybody.
0: Yeah. No. And uh, that's great advice, Coach, because perspective is everything right so from a coach's perspective you bring in a kid and you're saying I've got plans for you but you're going to need to wait on those plans and the player has to buy into that kind of concept of I'm not going to play right away I've got to learn I've got to learn I've got to grow maybe even red shirt and hit the weights and all that you know what I mean all those things and so yeah great advice you know nothing good happens overnight might happen at night, but it doesn't happen overnight. So, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Good stuff, Coach. So, who would you say influenced you to go into coaching?
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. I, I don't know if there was anybody, you know, necessarily influenced me to go into it. I feel like I've always just loved basketball so much. And, you know, I realized in high school, you know, I was playing AAU with a bunch of guys that were, you know, high major recruits. And I, I realized quickly that there was a difference between me and them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, from the talent level and then the body and everything like that. Yeah. But I knew how much I loved the game and that I wanted to, you know, do this for forever. And so I knew that I wanted to coach. Obviously, I've had great coaches from when I was really little to high school to college, um, you know, that have helped guide me in this path of coaching. Um, but a lot of it, you know, I guess God just kind of put it in me when, when he created me and that's kind of took off from there.
0: That's great, Coach. I like how you said that. You know, something that was kind of a, a gift given to you, uh, you know, probably, you know, before you were even born. It was kind of set like, hey, this guy's going to be a coach. And, uh, you know, it's a great kind of, I don't know, we're all looking for purpose, right, And the why. And uh, yeah. if you can get all that early on, because you're still a pretty young guy. And if you can get that early on, man, that's, that's a blessing. Because I, I know people that are, Twice my age, still trying to figure it out, and uh, so good for you, Coach. I I, I really do like that approach or, or that realization you came to. So, oh
1: no, I appreciate that. Yeah.
0: So your time as a GA at Auburn, uh, it wasn't you know was it just it wasn't just the basketball team it was the whole athletic program?
1: Yeah, it was a mixture of both. So I was able to kind of see, you know, all different types of athletics from basketball to other sports, and just kind of got to see you know, how a a high major, not only basketball team was run, but also athletic department. So I was able to, you know, learn so many different things, um, you know, that I think have really helped me as I, you know, got into the coaching world after my my one year at Auburn and was able to learn not only from, you know, Coach Pearl, um, you know, Coach Todd Golden, who was there at the time, who's now head coach of San Francisco, Coach Adler, um, Coach Steven Pearl, you know, Coach Pruitt, you know, all the coaching staff, but then also to learn from the, you know, athletic department staff about the things that, you know, don't really apply to basketball, but a lot of guys who are getting into coaching, you know, have to start in a different kind of role. Like, you you know, some people are lucky enough that they can jump right into an assistant coaching role. Others aren't. And so I was able to kind of learn a lot of the other parts of basketball as well as the, you know, the actual
0: basketball game. You're learning the business of it, and that's great, Coach. Because here again, you know, a while back when when we had Kevin Sutton on, he said that, "Love the game, learn the business," and and that's stuck with me, uh, and I hope it sticks with everybody out there listening. Like if you have uh, aspirations and goals, and maybe you're either, you're already in the profession, uh, love the game, but learn the business, and you make yourself more versatile, and you make yourself a threat. you know, and in a good, in a good good way. So that time there at Auburn, you know, how it prepared you. Uh, How did it prepare you for your role as a Dobo at Campbell?
1: Yeah, I think it, uh, it really prepared me. Obviously I got to do,
0: you know, so many
1: different things at Auburn, um, you know, all throughout the athletic department. So I, when I was, when I went to Campbell and was in the operations role, I had a good idea of, the operation side of it Um and felt pretty comfortable with a lot of the things that I was asked to do as my job responsibility. Um, but again, like anything, I feel like even if you think you have a great understanding of the job you're getting, you're always learning. Yeah. So even though I felt like I had a good idea of, you know, everything I was going to do when I took the job at Campbell, you know, every day I was learning something new, Um, you know, as a basketball coach, um, with X's and O's, recruiting, and then, you know, the, the operation side as well, of how, a you know, a program is, is run behind closed doors and the ins, of, ins and outs of, a you know, a Division one college program that a lot of people, you know, don't really think about that goes into it. Um, so it was, I think Auburn really prepared me well for it, but I also was, you know, learning on the go as well, like anybody.
0: That's great, Coach. I, You know, as you say that, I'm thinking, man, you can do something for – you know, 20 something years, that doesn't mean you're great at it. It doesn't even mean you're good at it. It just means that you you have longevity and you're, you show up every day and, uh, you know, and that, and that's really key to what you talk about, always learning, always growing in the game. And that's so important. And and I love that mentality because that's, uh, you can really benefit everybody you work under, over, for, serve, whoever, whatever's going on, you know, whatever role you're in. So, that's great, Coach. So now as an assistant at VMI, uh, what do you feel like you bring to the program having had all that experience uh, beforehand?
1: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, first of all, I'm excited to be at VMI as an assistant
0: coach. and You know,
1: I think the main thing right now that I'm bringing to the program is just a, a different set of eyes, right? Somebody yeah. who has been a part of two other schools and seen things from a different lens. Um, you know, every school that you go to and every coach you work for, they do things differently. Um, So, you know, I'm able to bring different ideas, um, you know, to the program that doesn't always mean that the ideas are the best ideas or ideas that we'll we'll use, but, you know, ideas nonetheless and something that may be a little bit different. Um, So I think that's something. And then just being somebody that's extremely hardworking and, you know, willing to do anything, somebody that no job is too small for me. And I think that's something that, that helps. And then just, you know, Different, like basketball-wise, you know the offense that we run here similar to what we ran at Campbell. You know, not necessarily the same, but similar style. So you know, having coached that and also playing in a style similar to this in college, you know, being able to relate to the players on that regard is and when you know they're doing something in our offense, it's something that you know I probably did as a player or maybe saw as a coach at Campbell. So it's something I can relate to them with.
0: That's great. You know, I. I always look at places I've been, experiences I've had, and, uh, you know, I like what you said about relating to guys. That's so key. It's so important. It's, it's paramount to me, quite honestly, when you're first coming into a program is to relate to people uh, because walls are maybe may already built up, you know, defenses. and But when you relate to them, man, it all comes crumbling down or it melts away. And that's all you. That's it's yeah. all, that's all you need, man. Once you have that inroad, here we go. Let's let's get to work and start. You know, you can really start something great and relationally grow with people. So considering, yeah, you
1: know, that's 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 really important, you know, coming into a new program. But obviously, you know, the VMI staff is already unbelievable and a great great group of guys to work with.
0: Yeah, no. Uh, I, I think about when I think about VMI, I'm thinking discipline, order excellence uh you know clean lines you know what I mean like you're just thinking (laughs) wow everything getting up at four or five in the morning you know to go work out and 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 so much goes into that what is you know to this point what has your experience been with with that kind of lifestyle
1: yeah it's been great obviously a lot of you know the things that people first think about is not always what it seems um you know the guys aren't necessarily work waking up at 4 am or anything like that obviously their days are are different um yeah. you know it's a more regimented schedule but the biggest thing that i've noticed is you know the guys on this team are just they work extremely hard they're very dedicated you know they want to win games like their yeah. goal is to to win basketball games as well as get an unbelievable education and you know the coaching staff as a whole is you know a, a coaching staff that works extremely hard and You know, they don't take any shortcuts. So it's been, you know, great working for the staff and working for the school.
0: That's awesome, Coach. So considering, you know, your position as a GA, as an ops guy, uh, at this point, you know, kind of you hear a lot of things from a lot of people in those positions. Hey, can you do this? Hey, you can do that better. Hey, you should have done that. Uh, How do you now, are you prepared you know, to process that feedback or criticism, how would you, how do you do that now?
1: Yeah, the biggest way that I do it is, you know, I look at anything that people can tell me, any advice or criticism is something that can help me. Um, You know, I I really like when people, you know, are kind of giving me ideas and things like that. Maybe I need to change this. Maybe I need to change that. Um, You know, I'm kind of an open book. I feel like it's good. Like you're never... You never know enough, um, and you always need to be trying to learn more and more. But, you know, if you ever stop learning, then you probably need to stop working, um, in that field. So it's, it's something that I I like. And, you know, I think the biggest thing for me is, you know, no matter what position somebody's in, doesn't matter if it's the manager or GA, ops, another assistant, the head coach, like everybody's equal, um, you know, at least in my eyes. Um, so anything that they say, you know, whether it's anybody, you know, that advice can be something that can be really helpful and something that, you know, may be something that can really help me and, and help our program. So always open to any type of ideas that anybody has.
0: That's great, Coach. Equality means something to different people. And, uh, you know, we were all created equal. But then we get put, it in, <laughs> we get put in these uh, programs and organizations where we're not. And if you can treat people as such... Uh, they are equal then man you you really have a you've created a great playing field for everybody to play nice first of all and nobody you know you don't big time anybody and even like you're talking about even when you're criticized or something said to you you can still learn from it so I think that's you know so key like you said everybody's equal nobody you know nobody nobody gets to feel that kind of sense of uh, being ostracized like oh you won't listen to me but you listen to him uh, yeah. you know, that that's, that's the worst in an organization and have that kind of mentality. So that's great coach. So what have you learned about yourself throughout your career coach?
1: Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I've probably learned about myself is, you know, how blessed and, and lucky I am, um, you know, to be 26 year old, 26 year old and a division one assistant coach and, yeah. you know, accomplishing, you know, the dream that I put out on, long ago is is something that I feel really honored about and I don't take lightly. Um, you know, other than that, it's just you know I think in society, especially as like a male, you always think you don't need any help. yeah, um, and you know I've learned in this industry and as I've grown up that you do need help, um, you know, yeah. especially in coaching, whether it's you know mentorship from guys that have been a long way before you or just other colleagues that are similar age. Similar point in their career that can kind of just be there to talk talk with you about basketball, life, whatever it is. Um, I think that's something that I've learned. You know, initially I always thought you know I could do it all by myself, um, and I you know have quickly learned that you need to you know have mentors that can help you, and then other colleagues that you know that you're just friends with that are just people that you can talk to on an everyday basis about basketball and just life.
0: Coach, I like what you said there. You can't, you know, you you need help. You think we all got to come to those kind of realizations at times that, you know, I saw this, uh, I I forget what NFL team it was that I saw on there. It might have been the Patriots or who it was. It it was a poster board up and it said, two is one and one is none. And I think that's so key because you have to have that mentality. Like, I'm not going to, I can't do this alone. If I do this alone, who knows? Like, I could fall flat on my face. Then everybody will step in and kind of say, hey, I told you so. You know, you idiot, or whatever. You know, yeah. And I think the more people you have around that you can uh, kind of absorb their their love, their attention, their desire to help you, uh, your desire to be vulnerable enough to admit you need help. Uh, that that's great, Coach. I I really do appreciate you saying that. So which leads me to my next question: in in that, how important is your support system as you navigate through this career?
1: Yeah, I think my support system's huge. Um, you know, I'm married, so my wife has, has been super important, you know, to me throughout this whole process. It's being a coach, um, you know, obviously, like any uh, wife of a coach has signed up for a, a different kind of lifestyle. Yeah. You know, one that's not the same as their friends from high school, friends from college, and my than coaching. Um, so, you know, you always, I think all coaches' wives are special people because um, they, you know they go through a lot and a lot of different things, and you know moving all the time and, and just a different type of lifestyle and speed to it. So, you know my wife's super important on that and somebody that I lean on, and then, you know both my parents, you know my mom and dad, have, you know been with me through the through the beginning and you know as a as a child to now as a man and a, you know a college coach. So they've been super supportive as well as my brother. My um, older brother's always been somebody I can talk to about different kinds of things, not only basketball but. But life and then you know the other part is like grandparents and then probably my my wife's in-laws have been you know unbelievable and super supportive which i think is is huge because you know their you know her their daughter married a college coach and it's a different kind of career and it's great to have you know their support and yeah. understanding that it's you know not an easy career by any means and it's going to be different and you know their their daughter may not be uh living by them, but you know, they, that, that's just kind of the way it is. So it's been, you know, my, uh, family and her family has been super supportive.
0: That's great coach. And like you, you said something really key, which kind of leads me to, to ask you about sacrifices in that you said, you know, my in-laws are there for my wife because I'm sure there's times she needs somebody to kind of lean on when you're, you know, out and about doing what you got to do. And, uh, and I think that helps to keep uh, just the the, f- the bigger your family gets by integrating your in laws and and everybody else who wants to be a part and that you trust uh, the the bigger the support group for everyone all stakeholders involved and that's so important. So what what have you sacrificed to this point, Coach? Knowing that yeah, time with your family, uh, but you know as a GA. You know, there at Auburn as a you know an ops guy, and you're and you, you were, you know, that was a, some time back. Young guy, what did you have to give up and sacrifice to even put yourself in those positions?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's an interesting question because you know, for me personally, I, I feel like I didn't sacrifice anything because you know I'm doing what I love to do. Yeah, you know, I've got to I, I put myself in a situation, you know, at a young age that I could get in this coaching business so you know in my eyes i I haven't really sacrificed anything Um, i think my family like my wife obviously sacrificed and my parents have sacrificed and her parents have sacrificed um you know just you know starting in this business where you're not making much money and things like that as you continue to rise and and things like that it's an interesting you know business and and career uh but something that you know in my eyes i I haven't sacrificed anything because you know, every day I wake up and it's like a, I'm the happiest day of my life because I'm a college basketball coach and, you know, excited to uh, get into work
0: every day. That's great, Coach. I, I really appreciate you saying that. You know, most of the young guys that I that I interview when I ask them that question, they, they go the same route. They're, you know, it's like, man, I'm living the dream. And that's a great approach for you and for where you're at right now. And so, that uh, you know, happy for you, man, excited for you to, to hear that. So, you know, you sound kind of like an overachiever, man. I mean, you think about it, you know, you, you played college basketball, which most people don't do. What is it? 3% only, you only get to play. uh, You you were GA at a high level program, athletic program. Uh, Now you're an assistant coach, a division one assistant coach. Like how did, did you set goals for that? Or, you know, how, how did that happen? You know, in your, in your mind,
1: yeah, I mean, I definitely, at a at a young age, set goals. You know, initially my goal was to get to college um, as, a, as a basketball player. Um, and then as I got to college and realized that's probably, you know, where my playing career is most likely going to end, I knew that coaching was next. So I set goals that I wanted to get into coaching. Um, so I, you know, did everything I could with networking and things like that to try to, you know, accomplish that. And obviously, like anything, I got very lucky and I'm blessed to to be in the situation that I'm in. And, you know, I think a lot of it was just, you know, getting to know different college coaches and, you know, getting helped out by a lot of different coaches. And, you know, that's something that I, that I always appreciated is how many coaches that I met, you know, along this journey from a young age that were just willing to help some guy that they, you know, didn't really know um, that they just knew he was young and wanted to get into coaching and, you know, there were so many different ones from Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three that were willing to help, whether it was with different contacts or just advice along the way. So I'm, you know, super appreciative of all the different coaches that have, you know, been there and helped guide me throughout this process.
0: That's great, Coach. You know, here again, knowing who you had to lean on and who helped you get there uh, is always important, you know, so that you keep your self-awareness yeah, in check. Like you don't start feeling yourself, like they say. I think that's when we're 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 really kind of losing our minds. Is when we start thinking, "Yeah, I did it all on my own, didn't need any help, self made man." Uh, you know, I don't. You know, that's great if you think you're that. I I go ahead. Here's a cookie. But at the end of the day, <laughs> we all got somewhere because somebody helped us. And, oh yeah, and, without uh, a doubt. And it's great that you know that. You know, sitting sitting where you sit now. That's awesome, coach. So here again, knowing that you're just getting started in this profession. So when I think about when I talk about legacy, it's usually like a far off kind of idea. But you got to set a foundation for it now, because now, like you said, you wake up every morning saying, I'm so thankful to to be a college coach. And with that comes responsibility. And you have to steward your influence correctly as well. Uh, So as a working legacy coach, what would you want your legacy to be when it's all said and done?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think the, the first thing when I think about legacy for myself is just that I'm known as somebody that did things the right way, um, you know, whether that's, you know, not cutting any corners, doing everything, you know, by the rules, by the book, uh, but also being somebody that, you know, the youth can look up to, you know, the guys that that I'm coaching, someone that they can lean on for advice and somebody that's a good role model for them. Obviously, you know, with that, I, I want to win a lot of games. Um, You know, I want to be a winner, and I hope that those categories before that lead me into a bunch of wins. Um, You know, I think, uh, you know, winning's great, but if you don't have the rest, it's not going to be as good. Um, So hopefully, you know, being somebody of high high character and doing things the right way and being a good, you know, leader for, for the guys will, you know, hopefully lead to a bunch of wins.
0: That's great, Coach. Again, when you make it about relationships, when you make it about serving others, uh, you're going to leave some kind of legacy that that your th- your fingerprints is all over people's lives. And, you know, that's all we can ask for in, in this profession is that we're doing that. Uh, and so, Coach, I, I really pre- appreciate that perspective on that. So here again, Coach, I, I appreciate your time for coming on, making the time to come on. And uh, here again, I, I'll be keeping up with you all this season. And, and just, you know, here again, look forward to see what your career has for you
1: oh perfect well i really appreciate you uh having me on you're doing an unbelievable job getting so many different people on your uh podcast so just keep up the great work
0: and appreciate it thank you so much coach thank you for listening to the creative coaching podcast know that you are appreciated so please take the time to listen to us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. You can also follow us on Twitter at Creative coach 47 Here again, all of this I thank you for. Please leave a rating, subscribe, follow, leave feedback. Uh, this is your platform. So, you know, take ownership of it. And here again, you are appreciated. So thank you.